0: This episode is brought to you by North Texas Honda Dealers. North Texas Honda Dealers—they're here to help.
1: He has time, launches it to the end zone.
2: Touchdown!
0: Terrence
2: Williams. It goes to the right side for Crabtree. It's caught. Five. He oh, plays! Out. Oh, he's the wide receiver. Let up the ten. up the right sideline? Oh. He's got
1: to go. He's tackled. Sam Houston wins it. The Bearcats capture their first.
0: Hello, welcome to the Republic of Football show that definitely has done only one intro for this episode. I'm your college editor, Ishmael Johnson. (laughs) Uh, Introducing myself, I'm just going to tell you, we had to do it again. Uh, My mic wasn't working. So uh, we'll introduce, (laughs) it's probably my fault. Uh, We're in studio today, this week, because Mike Craven swung by our college editor or senior writer.
2: Day
0: that twice. was even better the second time. <laughs> More twice. enthusiastic. Day, day, I got
1: a little wider there. Got a little wider there. The finger guns. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed I'm in a much better mood when I come to this place once every two weeks. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. So, uh, I get good, that. It's been
0: a good day. I get that. Um, yeah, so you're done with some of your magazine treks and you have sent your yeah. hit your deadlines, your, your first deadlines. You know, We'll talk about some reasons you have to make some edits, but uh, you know, we'll get into that this episode. Chugging along. Yeah, we're chugging along. And of course... The reason you can hear us and see us if you're watching us live on wherever you, wherever we're streaming, because I'm tired of naming all those websites and getting them wrong. Mallory, everyone's favorite MalPow. How are you?
2: Hello, everybody. I'm good. Yeah. Getting over a cold. Oh. But I oh, yeah. You were, you, know. you were kind of under the weather last week. Yeah, yeah I'm but, feeling better, though. But yeah, yeah. If, if I sound weird on the podcast version, that's why. <laughs>
0: so... There you go. So we got some uh, <clears throat> late breaking news the last week and a little bit of early this late this weekend, I guess. I don't know. We had a lot of uh, players into the transfer portal because, yeah. you know, that deadline came up, I guess, today uh, for at least non-grad transfers. Mm-hmm. If you are graduate, you know, you can still do whatever you want, I guess. But, yeah, I, I hinted at it. Uh, Craven turned in all of his magazine stuff. And then we were like, okay, we're kind of preparing for, you know, some stuff if transfer happens here or there. Then Alton McCaskill hits the portal. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, we're dealing with those transfers now. And then we thought, you know, got that out of the way. And then Zakari Franklin hit the transfer <laughs> portal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, there's a okay, there's a first team wide receiver. I'm not he's not gonna be anymore. I'm just gonna tell you right that that right now. He's gone. And then we were like, okay, now we're now we're done, right? And then UNT <laughs> had more. And then, just to get Mallory involved, Michigan State, for some reason, decided to get it on the transfer. I know this isn't a Michigan State podcast, but
2: I was, I felt very <laughs> sick yesterday. That's all I'm going to say about Michigan it. I State just starting felt quarterback very left. sick. They
0: decided, you know what, Texas is having way too much fun. Wide receiver. <laughs> and they were like, we're going to leave. Starting corner.
2: <laughs> I just, I didn't. So,
0: yeah. So, that's where we're going to start off today, because um, that's a little bit of the breaking news. We'll get into the draft. We're going to talk a little bit of draft, and we're going to talk a little bit of conference, uh, conference uh, contenders afterward. But this is the news that's been dropping and at least right now knocking on wood right again grad transfers pending right may 1st is here so the uh the non gradford transfer portal deadline is done we don't know where these guys are going we can talk about a buffalo uh, in the room in a bit uh if you want to mm-hmm. <laughs> hint a little bit of a hint as where they're probably going but craven um did you have like a i don't know how, did you like slowly descend into madness first when it was Alden mccaskill and then Zachary Frank. Y'all like, saw me in Slack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's was, that that is, pretty mad. That's that pretty <laughs> mad. Um, you know, and I'm
1: not alone here, right? Like anybody sure. that's putting together a college magazine is dealing with this. Like, I was Lindy's, about to say, I want to like, talk about Phil. Phil still. I, would, I would love to talk to
0: Phil Steele um, right now.
1: Who I like to like fashion myself as like the zero sugar Phil Steele. I, <laughs> sure. we I was talking about that with a couple of assistant coaches. I called myself Diet Phil Steele, and they were like, zero sugar is way better. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to steal that one. Um, yeah, it's a crazy time in college football. I think a lot of the college coaches knew it was coming, and it was yeah. like, you know, hunkering down in a bunker and sure. like hoping it passed over you. You know, and like it was you didn't looking lose like one that. of your guys, it right? Was like right, it. and that's the thing is like I, th- I think a couple of coaches thought they were out of the weeds, and then and then they weren't all of a sudden. So, you know, on the football side, you know, Zachary Franklin is the best player that entered the portal. I yeah. think Alta McCaskill is the biggest lost.
0: Oh, hundred percent. You know, if
1: you look at UTSA, if they were going to lose a player. Wide receiver is a spot to, to have. It. You know, mm-hmm. you still have Joshua Seafish. You still have JT Clark. Kellogg's coming back. Uh, Oscar Cardenas is, is back he's at, a big at tight pass catcher, end. Yeah. Um, and so you have guys to replace Zikari Franklin. You may not replace Zakary Franklin, but his production you can figure out, right? Mm-hmm. Like with Frank uh, Harris back, they're going to be able to throw the ball around. They're going to be okay offensively. Houston, however. <laughs> a little bit of a different state here. <laughs> they were gonna build the plane out of Alton McCaskill. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he was gonna be the focal point of that offense. Tank Dale's gone, Clayton Toon is gone, but we're getting McCaskill back. We're yep. gonna, you know, have a decent starting offensive line. We'll run the football. We'll get him some quarterbacks that can move around as well. Let's be a more balanced, you know, attack and have McCaskill be the star of the show. He leaves and all of a sudden, you know, Brandon Campbell's a good back. Sure. Uh, he's different if he's the second back though compared to the first back, right? Like that's that, back as well I Sneed's think. Sneed's back yeah, as yeah. well, and he's a good back. He's different if he's spelling McCaskill or if he's <laughs> right. the guy you have to focus on. And so, you know, this puts more pressure on Donovan Smith or whoever wins that quarterback battle. Houston's entering the Big Twelve. Yep. You know, they're already stepping up. It was already gonna be a steep hill anyway, to lose arguably your best player. Not best running back, like your best player, right. to arguably lose your best player. That's into a Pac-12 program, maybe. Yeah. You know, that's that's until you didn't lose them to Alabama. Right. You didn't lose them to Georgia. you, know, you may lose them to Arizona State or Colorado or something. That's yeah. a, that's a different way to go about it. And so, if you're Houston, I think not only does this hurt your football team, but you got to look yourself in the mirror as a program and go, "Who sure. are we? Sure. What are we going to be? We're going to have to step up to a, the plate because you may not like what this is. Right. But that's what this is. And if you're trying to get into the Big 12, that's big boy football. You're going to have to step up and figure this out.
0: Yeah, uh, this is a quick plug for uh, talking about them Cougars on uh, Republican Football Network. Brad and Ryan uh, recorded a podcast. And, of course, if you just go back to last week on the podcast feed and you'll be able to see it. They had a great, like, in-the-moment, like, breakdown of just what was going through their mind, what they think happened, right? They didn't really get into, you know, obviously, I mean, we'll get that out of the way it's – predicted that he's gonna go to Colorado, right? That's like when he entered the portal, everybody was tweeting out, like uh, it's probably in Atlanta, Colorado. They didn't get into that side, but it was more about because I didn't think that was important uh, for this conversation, which is what you brought up, which is the idea of entering big boy territory, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't- Or big girl. Or big girl, whatever you want, whatever you like. Um, My bad, Mallory. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Appreciate you. <ya. laughs> um
0: but this isn't Houston in the AAC getting plucked away by Colorado, right? This is Houston going to the big twelve. That should be a peer. Right, exactly. This is theoretically. Yeah. And the thing that the thing that I did I think they did so well, and again, I recommend anybody go listen to that, was breaking down like why wasn't he the guy we took care of? You know, yeah. like as much as we like Donovan Smith, right? We think he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be the guy and Dana can work his magic quarterback magic on him and maybe turn him into something. Alton McCaskill was here and he should have been somebody that Whatever nil fund nil opportunity should have been there. He should have been the one to be taken care of. He's the, local. He's local. He's dealt with it. He stayed through the injury, right? And remember, yes. like after the after his freshman year, he he definitely could have bounced somewhere, right? He could have gone like oh, I'll recover somewhere I else sc- and i score nineteen touchdowns. He was incredible as a freshman. <laughs> he was so yeah. Good. yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, the, you saw how that offense looked without him last year. year he was right?
1: out all year, and I I sat here and had conversations with y'all about him being maybe the person I was going to make the All Texas running back best sure. running. Because yeah. right? he was just that good as he,
0: a he was incredible. And so, yeah, and so it is, like, it gets to a point, and then I, I, I do want to talk about uh, a little bit, because I think a lot of people turn to blaming Dana, right, yeah. and blaming Houston, right, where it's like, sure, I can I, in a vacuum, I can understand, like, yeah, not taking care of your star player, right. That, you know, we see what UTSA did for Frank Harris, right. Mm-hmm. They made sure he was good to go. Um, and we'll talk about what's left maybe for other players when we get to Sakari Franklin. But – I think that a lot of people rush to think, oh, this is a house on fire. He got away from Dana. I don't think so because like Joseph Duarte talked to him and he was like, yeah, he was happy here. Yeah. Like everything was fine. Like it wasn't like him and Dana were clashing and it was like like people think that they're just like they hate the head coach so they're going to bounce.
1: No, they just need money. Right. (laughs) That's literally it. Whoever's listening to this show, close your eyes and remember what 20 years old was like. Sure. And then inv- imagine somebody coming up to you, and, and I don't know the number, so I'm just making this up. Right. Somebody comes up to you and goes, I'll give you $250,000 to come play football at X University.
2: Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. Bro. <laughs>
1: I could love that sport. Right. Right. Like, I could love that coach. Yep. And like, I mean, it's $250,000. I love this place. Yeah. I love this job. Right. I'm a grown ass adult. <laughs> yeah. Somebody came and offered me $250,000 to go work at literally anywhere. <laughs> right.
2: Right. I'm going to take it.
1: I'm right. going to take y'all all out to lunch. Yeah.
0: And then I'm going to just text you. <laughs> right. You know,
1: like, I mean, like, I'm gone. <laughs> right. And so, like, if you're, like, that's the choice. It's not about, like, I don't like this system or I don't like this school or I don't right. like it's a it's an opportunity to change your life. Sure. Yeah. And that's easy to turn down when it's not your opportunity. Mm-hmm. But when it's your opportunity, your mom's still paying bills. I'm sure you got siblings, all of this other stuff, your girlfriend, all of these things. Right. Maybe you got a kid, mm-hmm. all the stuff going on. This is real life. This is not a video game. And, and with the NIL out there and the way you can be out front and stuff about it, if somebody's going to offer you some altering money, mm-hmm. you'd be silly not to think about it. And it sucks for the programs, and it sucks for college football. Right. Uh, but we all make decisions to better our own livelihood. We just don't have people rooting for our businesses like that. Like mm-hmm. people don't show up to of the office and like buy tickets and cheer for what <laughs> we're doing. So like, <laughs> right, nobody cares right. when I change a job. Right. Uh, but that's all that is for these guys. And I think we need to recalibrate the way we view this stuff. It is a job. Now. Sure. Yeah. No, and, and that it. is what it is.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. I so. Yeah, he was the he this was ain't the first one. Brother. Right, I was about to say, no, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> so the, he was the first big name to drop. And then I think I honestly, I think I slept in and woke up to the Zachary Franklin news. That was like, oh.
1: You didn't get phone calls about
0: that? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I know you definitely did. You were probably woken up by people angry about that. But um, it also brought into mind to me, it was like, oh yeah, this hasn't been an issue for UTSA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this was like, this was the first. We heard some rumblings about some other names earlier in the off season, um, or even last year too. But it was like this was the first one that actually happened. It was like, oh yeah, they've just held on to everybody. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah. And so, when you're UTSA, you can pull together a lot of local businesses, a lot of uh, even if they're local, quote unquote small businesses. They're businesses based out of San Antonio to pool money for Frank Harris to come back. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean that everybody else gets the same amount of money. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> and, like pulling yeah.
1: together all that money for trailer. But that doesn't mean like your O.C. is coach or something, like that, or, or, something or something like that. Yeah.
0: So, so, Zachari Franklin enters, enters the portal, which is a massive loss. Again, not as big of a loss as uh, Alton McCaskill, but you're still talking about a future potential NFL wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, without... Going into specifics or anything, what was the uh, emotions? <laughs> yeah, not happy. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. And right. like, I think they've been worried about losing Franklin back through the spring. Sure, you know, like sure. there was rumblings of this going into the spring if mm-hmm. they were going to have Zakari or not. To your point about UTSA not losing anybody through the portal, Dre Springs, a wide receiver, uh, transferred to UTEP. Earlier in the site, like in January, yes, yes, I do remember that, and that was the first time a trailer player had transferred to another FBS university. And they that had was only more, transferred that's down. That's
2: insane to think about Nobody leaves in, there,
1: right?
0: Nobody, yeah. And I think, and I think that was more of a, well, there's no room for me here. Yeah, like there was more. And it was more like, they like helped I want to go find. A spot. I, I want to play. Like, exactly, yeah. because yeah. Zakari wouldn't leave. Right, right, right. Because
1: Joshua Cephas wouldn't leave. Because yep. J T Clark wasn't right. leaving. Right. Because like Kellogg wasn't leaving. Like there was a there was a backfill there. So yep. like. You know that's what the transfer portal's supposed to be for. Sure, sure, sure. Hey, you came here. You've been a great student. You've been a great player on our practice field. But there's this guys here that are a little bit better, more experienced, or whatever. So I, let me go find you a place to go. Right, mm-hmm. like that. That's what it was supposed to be. Not not necessarily what it's turned into, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I think the mood was bad, right? Like, you know, that's never great to lose, uh, one of your best players that, that way. And I think there's some sour taste in their mouth, obviously for, for how it goes down and stuff. If you're a fan, right. It's, it's one thing to lose a guy because your culture is not great. And it's like, well, you found a better spot to go be. It, it it it's harder to get along when it's like, well, that guy's going to go be three and nine somewhere or right. something yeah. like that. And so, you know, again, it's like what we we're talking about when it can change your life, you know, like you, you try to go wish them the best and hope for all that. And it's not, it's not the players that anybody has a problem with, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the system and the lack of rules and the lack of oversight. and What's legal, uh, what's not legal. I think UTSA is going to be okay. Sure. You know, obviously you lose one of your best players in that way. And, and that's never easy. You're good. <laughs> right. uh, but as I was saying earlier, I think if there was a position group where you, I mean, they lost J.T. Clark midway through the season last year, and they didn't miss a step passing wide. So you're going to have other guys to do it there. They're just going to have to figure out a new offensive coordinator, new league, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I think wide receiver was the spot to lose it, dude.
0: Yeah, and, you know, uh, you can confirm this as well. Athletics, uh, uh, Ubin, and Max Olsen put together a list of, like, targets that mm. you know the Colorado is known to be looking at and Zachary Franklin is on that list right um they have wow, 30,000 roster spots so they were they
2: not looking at I was like, about to <laughs> say they can quite
0: literally just like get bodies at this point and yeah. walk into the team is like oh yeah welcome you know yeah. but yeah there will we'll see kind of the it's such a fascinating thing it is a very like, like brand they're, new. they're literally building a team in an off season, yeah. right in like the span of a month they're going to bring in 80 percent of their snaps this, did this y'all see
2: spot. how many people they pulled into their spring game Oh the yeah, they sold. They sold packed. out.
0: Of, they sold, yeah. the, the man can hype up some stuff, I've never right? Seen like something that's like where that all this before. bag money is coming from. I was about to right. say that's a, Yeah, Donor this man. Like, a, yeah. like yeah. I've never seen a sellout spring game. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that in the in the net, by this time in June. They're gonna have ninety percent of their snaps finally on the roster. Mm. But like it's gonna not it's gonna be all this month, basically. So yeah. we'll see.
1: Do y'all ever go to our ourlads.com and yes, It has like the depth, depth chart. charts and stuff like that. Is like it blank for Colorado yeah, right Colorado's now. Colorado's <laughs> is like no nah, Houston's in much better, No, that's, that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, Colorado's is like pretty much just like blank. You know? uh, so it's just going you know, and we were talking about it earlier today. If you're yeah. TCU, how do you prepare for week one?
0: Right. No, yeah. You're just you're looking at, I, I guess you can kind of watch Shadir Sanders' film. Right. Just like, you what can he
1: do? You watch their coordinator's film, I guess, at their previous school, and that's sure. about it. Yeah. You know, because it's not like they were with him at Jackson State, and all right. these guys are going to be from so many different places that you're not going to sit there and watch like Houston tape right. from McCaskill and, you and, can't and UTSA. Watch, I and mean, you,
0: you damn sure can't watch the spring game, because like, Travis Hunter's beating yeah. a walk-on, right? Right. <laughs> right. like, yeah, I don't know so, what I'm supposed to do with this. No.
1: So, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. There's a lot of coaches rooting for Dion Sanders' failure. Sure, you know a lot. A lot of coaches rooting for that downfall because, like, man, and this is this is what it's tough. Because I'm as pro-player as you can get. Yeah, I I help start a union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know, right. right yeah. Like, like I totally get it. Uh, but this kind of stinks at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's not it's not what it was supposed to be. It's not like for people who like, you know beat the drum for the transfer portal and for these guys to be able to have the movement. It wasn't for this reason. Right. You know, and well, so, also like, you, get,
0: you get the other version, which is, you know, um, the stuff he got in hot water for about the film. Right? Right. Where was like the guys yeah. he's kicking out. He's not necessarily helping them right. find the next destination. Right. It's right. just like cut bait. Yeah. You're on your own. And we're yeah, jaded because little... we're
1: a DFW. We, we, were, sure. we lived here through prime prep. Like sure. we're, right, we're right, from right. the state of Texas. We cover high school football. Like so we, we've heard stories. We, and... we know kind of how this may go. Right. You know? And so, I think it, it allows us to be a little bit more cynical than maybe the national media would because sure. we've kind of seen it before and saw how it ended. Yeah. And you know, maybe Colorado's different, but yeah. like it's hard not to see some similarities.
0: And the one thing that I will say and we can move on to uh, UNT and their their two transfers um in a bit, but talking to some of the some of the guys in the recruiting industry who aren't necessarily fans of him, they are very much not fans of how if you're for if you're pro Dion, you have to be very openly pro Dion, mm. Because if you don't, you get shut out yeah. and you're done as far as his recruiting, guy, his guys are concerned, his recruits are concerned. And so a lot of, if even if they're skeptics, they're not allowed to be skeptics yeah. if they wanna be able to cover him in any co- in any significant way. So again, it's, it becomes like a, it becomes unfortunately like a very polarizing thing where it's like, if you're not for this, you are against this, yeah. right? And it's like, well, it's not, you know, I'm kind of in a wait-and-see mode That's right now, That's what cult right? leaders do. Right, exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm in a wait-and-see mode, where it's like, yeah. sure, yeah, Jackson State, but I also want to see what Jackson State's like now, right. after he leaves, yeah. so we'll see. Um, He's never left a place better than it was, honestly. Right, You know, right. like, you know... He makes I, it fun, for right. at the time being. Right. But then he leaves, and yeah, you're yeah. left with the bills. It's, so. it's interesting to see, because like... You want these guys
1: to be able to move around for their betterment. Sure, sure, sure. Is all of this stuff for their betterment. Right. I mean, that's up for them to decide. Sure, right. You know, exactly. and they're grown people. They're above 18. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's hard to not look at it and go and not go, well, That's kind of stinks.
0: Right. Sure. And uh, let's get to the last uh, couple transfers. We had Jair Shorter and Cam Robertson from UNT um coincidentally i don't think either are on their li- Oh, cam robinson here it is cam robinson is on uh, apparently on colorado's list but Jair shorter is not yeah well, cam's um, going to smu is he yeah. yeah okay oh oh that's right yes yeah. he did commit he committed yesterday, yesterday uh recording yep. on monday so, sunday yeah, on a sunday yeah so um so he makes the dreaded uh trip <laughs> from denton yeah. to to hilltop and Jair shorter a gifted wide receiver i mean The one thing that you could never say about Seth Luttrell's tenure was that he didn't bring athletes and he didn't Mm -hmm. bring studs. And Jair Shorter was one of those guys who... Maybe the offense didn't flash, you know, show off in the best way possible because maybe the quarterback throwing him wasn't the most consistent guy, but this is a guy. and now, somebody,
1: he, ha- he averaged 27 yards a catch. I was
0: about to say, <laughs> this is a
1: big play guy. Yeah. So, yeah, 11 um, touchdowns on 23 receptions. Like the Chris Carter, like all you do is catch touchdowns. Right, you know? right, so, yeah. Like when you lose 11 touchdowns from your passing attack yeah, and you lose like what was going to be your first or second best pass rusher yep. on, uh, opposite of Mason Richards. That's a big loss. Y'all. By the way, think, SMU's
0: defense now is looking kind of yeah. fun as hell.
1: <laughs> you know, like, like all of SMU. They look-
2: <laughs> Quietly
1: you know, they're not yeah. far off of the Colorado thing. Right, right. No. That's a good point. You know, yeah. like, they, they've done it in, like, a maybe, like, a less, like... A
0: more digestible way, maybe. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. That's yeah. exactly
1: right. And, it, like, it goes back to, like, how you do things matters. Sure, sure. You know, like, we're not necessarily, like, an action-based society. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we, we live in the gray a lot. Right. You know, and, like, how you do stuff matters. And if Dion would, like, let the kids have their fucking, their practice film... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he would be fine. But, right. like, it's that kind of stuff that, that I think sours everybody about it. You know, Lashley's been able to turn that roster over in a more organic way. Sure. Uh, it didn't seem like he was just kicking out 50 dudes, right, right. like making a big deal about it. Uh, but you look at SMU's roster, they're going to go into next year with 65-ish or so of their scholarship players being new in the ne- in the last 18 months.
0: Yeah. Uh, looking at Shorter's Twitter right now, he's gotten an offer from Purdue, UCF, and um, BYU. So he'll be – he's definitely looking for a, a step up. And he's – I mean, talent-wise, he can do it. So yep. we'll see. Yep. Um, yeah, so that does it for that. Well, of course, if there's a grad transfer or something, please know. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care if you have your credits. Stay. <laughs> Stay where you're at. Um <laughs> yeah i was about to say, go to grad school where you're at it's fine um they're all the same. all the grad schools grad are the same I never, honestly i do just like all chips on the
1: table just because yeah. we're like talking this out sure i wonder how much i really care about the portal and how much i just care about the magazine oh
0: yeah, yeah. no that's 100 no yeah, you want to be accurate yeah you don't want Jair yeah. Shorter no, on I'm just UNT. and like, i
1: still worked at the statesman i'd be like yeah let's go dion <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. like, like i mean because we're all self-serving right, right like i can right. admit my stuff you yeah. know like if i'm at the newspaper i'm, pro- I'm probably still like yeah it's not it's fine you know if guys want to Make some money. Go make some money. You know. Right. Now I'm at the magazine. I'm like, this sucks. Let me well, open this
0: I document again. Yeah, this
2: <laughs> I also can't imagine. Like, I submitted my cover boy story on Friday night, and I was like, I'm done. That's, yeah, that felt great. Yeah. But you, I mean, you you could submit it 80 times, but then yeah, I'm 31,000.
1: Like, I'm 31,000 words in. I can't, and I'm still feel it. good
2: about it because <laughs> yeah. there's going to be another transfer. I won't so feel
1: I, good about feel it bad. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I was you know,
2: about like, to you.
0: it's just like, that's just the nature of the, always, yeah, the industry. Yeah, yeah. Now. Always it's always something changing.
2: I have, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because,
0: like, I just, I, like. I mean, the equivalent would be, Mallory, the equivalent would be your cover boy just like going to a different school. Right. Just like bouncing. It's like, times. I'm actually going to El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to El Paso. You know, times. it's like, okay, the quotes are all done. Yeah,
1: right, right. Or <laughs> he exactly. goes to Louisiana High School.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you no, know, that's what, yeah. what it would be. Where yeah, you just
1: yeah, don't even cover him it's like, he's not even in the state anymore. You can't even use him. Right, exactly. so, like, you know, Alton McCaskill was going to be our second team running back. Zachary Franklin's going to be on the first team. Yep. Jair Shorter's going to be on the second. You know, these are all guys that are like all college. These aren't – you're not losing your backup defensive end. You right. Know? You know, you're losing like frontline star players. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just – yeah, it makes – you know, the new newspaper industry is struggling in a lot of ways because news doesn't stay stagnant for six hours. Right, exactly. Much less, yeah. like, you know, two months. And we're writing stuff for April, and May. this is again. This isn't me complaining about Dave Campbell. This is just the magazine industry, right? Like Phil yeah. Still, like Lindy's is he deals all, with all, the, all, all the same stuff, thing. You know, all all the stuff. Athlon's all doing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you're trying to write these back in the day, you knew what a team was going out of spring. Yep. Right. Because the only players that were showing up were like teenagers over the summer, and they probably weren't going to do much of stuff. Now, so much can change. I mean, think about what USC was when we were doing the magazine this time last year, and yeah. what USC was by the time we put the magazine out. Yep. They went from not in my top 25 to not really know it to like a top five team. In the you know, and that all happened in May. Right. Yep. You know, or late April or whatever, whenever that happened. So, uh, yeah, it's just hard. It's a harder and harder job to do mm-hmm. because yeah. news doesn't stay still for long enough to put it into a, a magazine or a newspaper or anything of that nature. That's why digital's is king.
2: Well, yeah, Even the here. transfer portal didn't help that either. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Now this year will be better. You remember like Katie Davis last year was allowed to jump right. in whenever you wanted to jump in. Yeah, this guess, year, yeah, at least right. the window closes to where like a little bit. Or, yeah. We should be able to not have many departures mm-hmm. not figured for the magazine. Right. Right. It'll be a few additions that happen late on that maybe we'll miss. Mm-hmm. But we should know. We shouldn't like write about a starting linebacker somewhere, and then in July be like, holy cow, he just entered the portal.
2: Right. right.
1: You know? at that point These they'd windows to are helping out a, a little year. bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll at least know that stuff. But yep. Yeah, that's enough of my
0: problems. <laughs> no, it's all good. Well, again, <laughs> it's, it's May. It's May, man. What do you all want me to talk about <laughs> other than myself?
2: <laughs> <The back seat. laughs>
0: well, here's one thing we can talk about. This past weekend, got the draft happening. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a pretty fun weekend for Texas, former yeah. Texas players. Yeah, uh, Texas co- high school football slash Texas college players. Um, do, let me let me start with this. Do you have a favorite landing spot, either of you? Because like I have oh, I have yeah. I have a couple, I have but one. I have one in particular. Go go with yours, Graven if-
1: uh, Rasheed Rice, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Uh, you're a wide receiver. Oh. You get drafted by a team, and That's it has Patrick one. Mahomes yeah. as the That's quarterback a really and Travis Kelsey at tight end. And you just get to go kill it in the slot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna go gobble up 80 catches as a rookie <laughs> right. and like go into my second deal and three. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that dude's gonna put up numbers. Like, uh-huh. you know, like and so like uh, he's gonna get paid. <laughs> you know, oh, as long as he stays yeah. healthy and stuff, he's gonna put up for numbers for three or four years. To where even if he's like an average wide receiver, he's gonna put up like top tier numbers. So yeah, if I if if I play a position at, like wide receiver and yes. I could pick a spot, it would be Kansas City and Rasheed Rice gets to go do that for second round money.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Mallory, do you have one?
2: I need to go back and look at I have, it.
0: I have two. So I had one in the first round that I was like, you're this stupid league. Let him go. Jackson Smith and Jigbo to the Seahawks. Yeah. You're going to let this man run Robin to DK uh-huh. Metcalf. <laughs> that is DK du- Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And then it's a, reju- and, a re- and a rejuvenated Geno Smith, he just gets to like like you mentioned, he just gets to slot in there. He's like, yeah, I'll run. Yeah, yeah. DK Metcalf, take what's the double. a double team, right? Exactly, <laughs> DK Metcalf, you good over there yeah. on triple team? Right. I'm good. Yeah. Like yeah. that's They're one rolling coverage that way. <laughs> it's great. Oh, and then the day two guy, Davante Chain to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Oh, speed, Dude. speed, see, yeah. speed. Yeah. yeah, there was one. That's there was one, one great uh, clip of uh, McDaniel. Uh Mike McDaniel, yeah. Um, when they did the Devonta chain pick, he like fist pumped and everything. And then like they go to the next clip when he's they like the fourth round Jeff that a defensive player, he's like legs are kicked up on his phone, he doesn't care. Like <laughs> he's still an OC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like, Oh, we got this dynamic yeah. utility, insane, probably the fastest player in the draft, all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, linebacker, cool.
1: Like it's fine. Dude, they have a <laughs> budding four by one hundred team with him and Tyreek. Oh my god. Oh, and then Waddle's there as well. Oh my god, Jalen Waddle. So much speed yeah. on that. T- I don't know who the fourth leg would be or whatever, but like... Woo. Those three right there, yeah. you know, I mean, you bet Tua on that. Leg I thought that Tua doesn't like,
0: like Tua can just like throw little pop shots everywhere yeah. and just like, yeah. <laughs> just they can go for 70 yards. Yeah, that, that is. A Chain's going to be great in that offense. Yes. He can do so many
1: different things. Mm-hmm. He's probably not going to be a three down back. Oh, and they have Raheem Mostert too. But he can be a third down guy. He can be a slide guy. He can help in the return game, just yep. the amount of speed that that gets on the field. And, you know, as we talk about a lot, it's becoming positionless football, right? Mm-hmm. The way we've seen basketball, you know, get away from some of that. And so you get those three guys on the same offense, you know. So, I, a linebacker or a safety's got to cover one. Right. And you're going to be a lot faster than that guy. And I feel so, like, if, like that's an advantage.
0: And also, like, he was able to stand out in an offense that got so much crap. Oh, like, man. if he played in a different offense, yes. like, are we talking about the first, you know, like, like a Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Right? Where he goes in the first round. Like, I, I feel like we are because he seems like to be was on that trajectory when um, his first couple of years, yeah, Devon so. A.
1: Chain at Georgia,
0: right? Yeah, it's just like just anybody else that can drop something different, yeah. right, than just a dive or whatever they were doing with him in, in College Station. Um, let's get the first round though. We had we had a couple of really good, interesting picks. We had Tyree Wilson to the Raiders, uh, first Texas player drafted. We had B. John Robinson to the Falcons, and then we had. Gross. Qu- yeah, I, was, I, was I felt fast.
1: so bad for him. Yeah, people have been yeah. mocking him to the Eagles, right? And, and he, he goes he, to the he,
0: <laughs> Yeah. You know. <laughs> He's like, oh, I get to go to the Super Bowl too. Yeah. This is going to be great. And yeah. then they're like, Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> Can I go uh, to the Lions? Because clearly they were in the hunt for a running back in the yeah. first that round. Was, that was.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jameer they're Gibbs. All, their whole first I round. I like Jameer Gibbs. Was, I don't know just, about that. I high. think
1: Detroit only picked offensive guys. I think, that, I
0: think they yeah, did. Yeah, because they
2: picked an offensive yeah. lineman as yeah. like yeah. their second yeah. pick in the first round.
0: Uh, we had Quinn Johnson to the Chargers. I think and that's a cool one. That's a really cool That's a really cool one. Yeah, and he also gets to learn from. I didn't realize this. I, for one, I forgot Keon Allen still played. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Williams. So two of the best big wide receivers yeah. he gets to learn from, how to use his size. So that's kind of been a thing for his whole career is like being able to use that physicality.
1: And I'll have a quarterback that can... Get the ball deep. I was about to him. say, take a
0: seventy-yard bomb. Yeah, um,
2: I liked Deuce Vaughn to the Cowboys too. I thought that was really that was cool. Been getting Video drafted by his dad, and I know he's probably not going to make an immediate impact, but I think he's got potential there for
0: sure. sure. I mean, hey, he, he's he one of those guys you take a flyer on. Man. Underestimate Definitely.
1: Deuce Vaughn at y'all's own peril.
0: I was about to say, yeah. at the very, at the very least, at the very least, you got a special teams like yeah. dynamo. I'm
1: not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet a single dime against Deuce Vaughn doing anything. Absolutely yeah.
0: not. Yep. No, he. I, I think we'll we'll be hearing his name a lot. Um. And then another Texas christian gonzalez uh went to the patriots which how do they let the patriots get like the most physical corner in the draft uh of course christian gonzalez from oregon by way of colorado from the colony so he did a little little trekking around there um two beautiful campuses he chose
1: i know right (laughs) that was smart
0: he went to he was he left colorado he's like i need this again whatever he's a hiker (laughs) yeah you know what It's not bad he's athletic he's an athletic family too so Mm -hmm. yeah all trails app. yeah so uh (laughs) so uh so yeah there's there's the draft this weekend um to, the draft people
2: i'm uh, i watch the first rounder
0: <laughs> i'll pay attention to the first round um i'm not i'll kind of watch the second round a little bit but the my favorite day is the saturday when i just have it on hmm. and then i can just see a name that i know yeah. It was like, oh look, that guy. You know, like Zach Evans went on. Th- I think he went on the third day. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, oh look, Zach Evans. That's cool. Like to me, the third day's for like college football fans. Where you're like, yes. oh yeah, this guy that put up. 4,000 yards passing, but he was 5'9. So, you know, he didn't go in the first round. So it's like, sure, why not? Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch it. I'll do something else, but I'll have it on.
2: Yeah. Um, I was like looking for like Clayton Toon and Max Duggan. Sure. Where yeah. They're going to go. And I look for Michigan State players that go late too. So yeah.
0: I'm not. I'm far, definitely
2: first round.
1: Yeah. I'm not far enough oriented. removed from my recruiting life. Sure. Like I think once those kid, or once those guys aren't dudes that I covered when they were in high school, I'll have less interest in it. Sure, sure. But I kind of see the draft as a final grade. Sure, yeah. Of like what my ability was. Like to, a validation, like, you know, or Definitely. or the opposite.
0: <laughs> yeah, <you know>? sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And so like it's
1: always just interesting to kind of see where you were right, maybe who you were wrong on, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of stuff.
0: So. Yeah. Uh, another one, another one that I just I just wanted to shout out Roshan Johnson. It was really cool to see him like just remembering i mean you covered this kid too in high school just, like, just remember just remember the quarterback from png and then watching him take that phone call and it's this mac truck just sitting on the couch And he's like you were a quarterback man like you were supposed to be a quarterback this is now you're a drafted nfl running back so yeah it is cool um yeah like i said th- day three is the one for me just because like i said if you pay attention to college football those are like when your guys kind of go so that was really cool um. All right. So, unless you guys got nothing else, we can go end on this one. So now that we're done with spring and we are at least knocking on wood, theoretically done with roster turnarounds and stuff like that, we know, quote unquote, know what these rosters look like. Do you guys have? Let's let's pick, let's each pick a team that we think could win a conference title this year and why most yep. likely team to win a conference title and why it can be any conference you know any obviously texas teams but any conference any team whatever you want is there any team that you're just like here's the other thing i'm taking texas out I'm, I'm making yeah, up the rule right well. now. I'm taking Texas out because that's the easy one. We've okay. talked about them too much on the show. Already. I don't really Texas
1: have. won like one conference title in right. two years. Right, exactly. And I'm removing <laughs> and you're taking them off the board. <laughs> and I'm
0: removing them right now because this is that's how they the get layup. their
1: elitist. Exactly, this is how they get their opinion of themselves. Yes,
0: exactly. I'm removing them because we're here's the here's the problem because we're going to be talking about them for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, We have plenty season. of
1: time to talk Texas.
0: So there's all the hype. They don't need any more. So I'm just going to remove them from the conversation.
2: Okay.
0: Take I any other team not, in the state. I
2: think that's against the rules
0: but was that yours
2: (laughs) well i've no but uh, it's my rule i feel like there there are that's a clear answer to this equation yeah i'm
0: making it harder (laughs) okay think a little bit harder okay yeah you want to go first
2: (laughs) yeah i'll go first
0: okay give me smu okay give me smu because you got a new look aac Mm -hmm. right yeah the only other team you really got to worry about is utsa and if we're talking if we're talking top to the top guys Obviously, you take UTSA, right? Frank Harris, best player, right? If we're talking everybody else, <laughs> you know, front seven, we're talking offensive line. Well, again, UTSA's offensive line's healthy, so we'll see. But if we're talking just guys coming in, filling out that too deep, I like SMU. I really do. Now, if I if you asked me today, I probably would chicken out and pick UTSA. But yeah. I'm I'm thinking you, SMU is a team that is just there. Like they've just they filled all the holes, not all the holes. They filled a lot of the holes they need. They've gone portaling in the right way, you know, using past ties to Miami and things like that. And I think they've just put together this roster that isn't flashy. They've gotten a couple guys here, like you just mentioned, Cam Robertson. Couple guys here and there playmaking, but for the most part, that's just a solid team that's just going to get better. And I think that one step better in this AAC is enough to maybe take them to a title.
2: I was going to go UTSA because I know. think they're I I think them and then SMU and I think Tulane is obviously probably the three front yeah, r- that's runners a good one. to that's win. that's a
0: good one. I forget about Tulane always, but
2: I I think Tulane also has their quarterback coming Pratt. back. I think Pratt is coming yeah, back. He's yeah, he's coming back. But I just think that UTSA they've got the experience. They know how to win. Pretty much in big time games and stuff, I I think UTSA.
1: Because here, my concern with SMU is like the cohesion of that group. Sure, like sure. man for None man, of them know
2: each other. Yeah, right.
0: Right. right. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's like, you're like, over
1: there doing the interview, and you're like, hey, who stood out to you on the defense? And you ask one defensive like, guy, I'm uh, like, four. you know that guy that from Miami looked really good. <laughs> right, know, like, they don't right, really know each other, other yet, right? <laughs> and like
2: that you know, other guy from Miami. You know, every <laughs> football
1: coach I've ever talked to compares this to war. We're like. There's going to be adversity. It's going to be the fourth quarter, and you're like playing for that dude next to you, and how mm-hmm. much you care about that dude next to you dictates a lot of things. Sure, and, sure. Uh, that exists at UTSA in a way it doesn't exist at SMU, and so yeah. they don't play each other in the regular season. And 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 I guess for me, they're two. Like Mallory said, they're two of the three favorites. So let's let's play this game where SMU and UTSA reach the conference championship game, mm-hmm. and it's a one off game one-off. against uh, one program. They do
0: they play? They don't play each other. They don't play they each, don't. each other. Oh,
1: okay. So okay. Let, but they get to the con- they say we both sure. get to the conference championship game. They're playing each other. One has won uh, twenty of the last twenty-three games that they've played in. Well. Yeah. you know, two and zero in conference championship games. Have a quarterback who's led countless come from behind victories. Sure, sure. Uh, Jeff Traylor's something like fourteen and five in one possession mm-hmm. games or something like that. And then the other side's a very talented group, but we hadn't seen them do that. Sure, you know, I think I think I have to lean towards UTSA in that scenario. Yeah, uh, if I had to pick between those two, I do think it's most likely. If a team in the state of Texas wins a conference championship, the Americans should be the top pick.
0: Sure,
1: uh, SMU, UTSA, I believe, are the top two. Texas, I would pick to win the Big Twelve. Them right. or Kansas State, but if I'm not allowed to play that game,
0: nope, not allowed to play that game. Give me the Red Raiders. Yeah, I That's think a good that, pick. That, that was my second
1: pick. I don't see there's a way to win the Sun Belt. I don't. Texas State's not going to do that not year one. Year one, right? I don't see a way to win Conference USA. Sam nope. Houston, UTEP's not there. So nope. we're 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 down to the Big Twelve and the American.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, SEC. (laughs) We're down to the Big 12 and the American. I wanted to see your reaction. So I did that. I'm so glad
1: you set me up for that. I thought that was going to go unseen or unheard. Um, And so we have the Big 12 or the American. Uh, And we talked about the American, so I'll take the Big 12 if I can't take Texas. And Texas Tech, to me, feels like a team that could do what TCU did last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Even what Kansas State did last year. I mean, sure. Kansas State went from an 8-win team in 2021 to Big 12 champion in 2022. TCU went from a 5-win team in 2021 to a 12-0 team in 2022. Mm-hmm. Baylor went from a 2-7 and team in 2020 to a Big 12 champion in 2021. It feels like the Big 12 is one of those teams where you can make a jump from middle of the pack to the top of the pack, yeah. and you do that with a pretty good defense and a solid offense. And I think Tech has two quarterbacks that can play on Sunday – they have a couple of really good running backs. That wide receiver room is really good. I, they're going to score points. Mm-hmm. Zach Kitley has coached football for a certain amount of time, and every single time that, that he's done it, they have scored a lot of points, right? Yes. Uh, Tim DeRooter is excellent. Like he's quietly one of the best defensive coordinators in the state.
0: They turn Tyree uh, Wilson into a top top right. five eight pick, whatever. And they want, run. Yeah.
1: They return a lot more production on the, on that side of the ball. And they have eight eight of their eleven starters from the Sugar Bowl or from the Texas Bowl win over Ole Miss uh, back. And so I, I think they're going to be okay on that side. Um, so I don't know if I'd pick them to win the Big 12. But I think they're a dark horse team that could do what Baylor did, can do what TCU, can do yeah. what Kansas State did.
0: Yeah, I will say you, you brought up a good point and a good comparison with they don't – Kleiman and Joey McGuire are not the same person, but what I, what I mean is their teams are, to me you, – you mentioned the Kansas State step, right, that net step forward. I think that's very similar because as, as talented as we know that coaching staff at TCU is, that was still a team that, like, Flew by the seat of its, pin, you know, but flew very close yeah. to the sun at Mar- a lot of times, right? Where it's like, it's like, oh man, they yeah. need this crazy. And granted, yeah, they were held together by duct tape, right? Exactly. Like, and they, like, like and the s- bottom forty of that roster last right. year was. Oh, oh. and well, like also, like <laughs> you know, the the Baylor win—that's coaching at the end, right? Where it's like they executed that perfectly, but you still got to execute that perfectly, mm. right? Kansas State—it was—it was very much not the same vein of how Kansas State was last year in terms of. You just saw I me mean, You're like. What's the weakness? Yeah, you know, you just looked at Kansas State yeah. last year. You're like, this is this right. game's gonna suck to play. You're right. That's exactly. I don't <laughs> want to play them. Right. That's what you. That's. They what, don't make mistakes. Yeah. They had the explosion factor last. Year. They added the explosion factor, and then yeah, then they just don't make mistakes. And You're just like, what? it's gonna suck. Tech's getting to that point where you're like, I don't want to play because they're gonna have. 120 possessions, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They're going to be well coached. They're not going to make, they're, they're, you know, that's kind of the next step for them is not making those mistakes that, you know, Donovan Smith was kind of making, mm-hmm. the offensive line. That's kind of their next step. But if they make that, they just become like this well rounded machine where there's no, like, they don't have the game breaking Heisman player, but it's just a bunch of dudes who are power five level. And that can just, like, beat you playing their brand of football. Right.
2: And it's like, oh, and my And they God.
1: believe 100%.
0: I was
2: just about to say, give me the team. Give me the coach that knows how to build the correct culture sure. in the locker room. Because, I mean, look at it last year. You can look at the Texas and the Texas Tech game from last year. You had a team in Texas Tech that wasn't individually as talented as Texas. But they went out there as a group and beat Texas. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, yeah, give me the team.
1: Culture that wins. Yeah. Col- yes, yeah, I mean, right. That, that, that culture that, matters.
2: That, they have their heads on straight in the locker room. They actually yeah. believe in the program. That phrase, I, I that's Texas's Texas' problem. Every single year, the talent's there, but yeah. the culture, there's something in that locker room.
0: That phrase gets I mean, that phrase gets thrown around a lot, right? Like culture, you coach talk about culture and building culture and all that. Yeah. And like for the for a lot of coaches, it's like it's just a word you use. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like, yeah, you don't know really what to do. So you just like, oh, I'm changing the culture. Buying into the program. Right, buying yeah. into the program, changing the co- you spend five minutes around that guy. Right, and it's in an, in another way. I mean, again, we can go back to last year's cover, but like in another way, it's the same thing in San Antonio. Right, different person, but similar idea. You just be around them. You're like, oh, okay, something is just different here. Right? Yeah, there. You know, you you sense you, there's like a radiation. Right, where it's just like gravitates off of them, and you're like, oh yeah, no, your players actually do want to, like, die for you. That's why having a TCU. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That roster
1: wasn't much different. Sure. Like, we can list all the best players that got drafted yesterday. All of them are Gary Patterson guys. Yeah. But they were unlocked. Yep. From prison. Yep. You know, like, they went from, like, an authoritative governor. Yeah. To like Sonny Dykes. Yeah. You know, armor on the shoulder. Like, a little bit of armor on the hey shoulder. Man, let's do this thing. Y'all are really good. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I like, look at all the stuff we got. Let's go have some fun and win some football yeah. games. And yep. they won twelve in a row, you know? And so like culture does win. Like it's not I think TCU is the perfect example of that. Baylor going from two and seven, uh, to twelve and two, and then back to six and seven. You can look at each one of those moves and, and point to the culture, right? Yep. Two and seven, first year coach trying to be Matt Rule, not really getting his own voice, trying to figure it out. Fails. The next mm-hmm. year, he becomes more of his guy. He leans on his leaders. They have a great senior led team with Terrell Bernard, Jalen Petrie, JT Woods, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Wins 12 games. The next year, he goes into it, doesn't get any portal guys. They lose all their old dudes. They're a young team that's immature, and they go six and seven, right? Yeah. Like, like, Aranda didn't coach. He didn't forget where to coach and when to coach. Like, it, it comes down to yep. uh, what those guys in the in the locker room believe in, how hard they're going to play, and how much they want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's fine margins. You yeah. know, like, this is a gladiator sport. Like, if you show up with even 90% of buy-in, you're probably going to lose to a team with 100% of buy-in, <laughs> right. you know? And so, uh, for me, it feels like tech is is there culture-wise and so, if they can stay healthy, obviously, and you got to assume health when we're having this conversation, because sure, sure. like injuries can mess up any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but if we presume health and they stay healthy, I think Texas Tech has as good of a shot as anybody to break from middle of the pack to the top end of the pack. Like, if it's not going to be Texas, it's not going to be Oklahoma. Give me Tech or Kansas State, you know, as one of those teams that could do that. Maybe even TCU, honestly.
0: Maybe I was about to say, well, that'll be a good test for this. You know, see how much of that was. You know, it, it was it. Or do they have a Baylor reset, or is it more yeah. of like, no, no, there was actually something here that that wasn't just Gary's guys I
1: think that was he. the coolest part about doing the magazine this year, mm-hmm. is like last year there was a lot of knowns. Sure. Right. You know, there was a lot of like what the, who was coming back, who the favorites were. I mean, obviously, like pay- TCU broke out of that. Right, but right. But you you had for the most part. For the most like part, who, yeah. you know, This year, I mean, tell me the boring program in the state.
0: Right. It's a chapter turn for every single program, yes. basically. Yes. Yes, really. And is. it's
1: like one of those make or break years at like five pro. I mean, I could, I could say there could be a coaching change at Houston. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be shocking. Yeah. Coaching change at, uh, I don't know. I was going to say Baylor even. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be completely shocking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you can go through the state and kind of UTEP, you know, is, is in new waters, right? Yep. Sam Houston moving up, uh, trailer rice and north texas all, all in the american what the, can they be like can smu emerge as a g5 program are they going to the pac-12 like there's just storylines across yeah. the state going into 2023 all over the place and a lot of them
0: are unknowns yep 100 percent. so we will leave it at that how's that for an off-season episode see we can do this job uh we'll leave it there. And thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Mallory and Craven as well, as usual. Uh we recorded this on Monday. So if there's any news dropping, uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, check, the the website. The <laughs> check the website. That's all we have the website. So yeah, uh again, thank you to everybody who watches, listens. Please subscribe, rate all those, listen to all the shows on the Republic of Football Network. Working very hard on it. Uh, the, crew, the crew is incredible. Uh, should be a new episode of Gambling Gauchos coming up. Well, by the time this episode goes up, of course, um, you got uh, 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 Aggie Warpod, you got Eyes on Texas, all that stuff should be all out by the time this episode drops on Wednesday. So thank you guys. And of course, we've interviewed 12 of the eventual 13, or the, not eventual, the now 13 FBS programs in the state of Texas. Jimbo Fisher, please come on the show. That was like the only, aside from a sideswipe, that was the only mention of a on the show <laughs> was, was that reference right there. Nah, I left out right? SEC. No, the... I was going to say, aside from the side oh, swipe. Yeah, yeah, aside okay. from the side swipe. Yeah, anyway. Well, the conference probably. Look, at this point, I'm just like trying to see whatever, see, see, see how much I can get away with until he actually comes on, which will never happen. So with that being said, go Rutgers. <laughs>